2: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Finding Your Seat Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated at helping other women find their rightful seat at the table through discussions of health, wellness, business, and beauty. Welcome to the table. I am your host, Jennifer Etter. And I am your
0: co-host, Samantha Holson back. Welcome to
2: the table. So you may notice that we are split screen in it today. Yeah. Because as I read, somebody probably named it perfectly. Um, we've got the rodeo crud going around. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I blame my husband because, you know, he picked it up at the cook-off, he brought it home, and I caught it, and now it's kind of going around my house, but in order to try to keep Samantha healthy, yeah. <laughs> I said, I, I'm,
0: not, I'm not going over there, uh-uh. no. <laughs> no, and ain't nobody I, got time I, to be sick, so nobody <laughs> got time to be sick, that's right, that's right, <laughs> so okay, well, I was being fearful, right, but <laughs> in this in this particular fear, I think we're, I think we're doing good. I it's think it's found. smart.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. You know, breaking the chains of fear. I was actually thinking in my head when I decided, you know, and, and typed that up. I was like, uh, i remembering the song, Breaking the Chains of Love.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes. I was like, why would we do that? Why, why were we breaking the chains of love back in the eighties? <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Why were we doing a lot of the things we were doing back in the eighties? Truth be told.
2: <laughs> so, Obviously, yes. Samantha had some. She had some fears about catching this cold, which uh, I mean, honestly, it must be pretty potent because I caught it. My daughters are now sniffling. It's like, okay, it's Uh, it's contagious. But um, we do have fears that hold us back from the things that we may want to achieve, and some of that's found, and some of it
0: isn't. And so, we'd like to kind of break it down. Well, yeah,
2: talk about what is and what isn't.
0: Fear of getting sick. Okay, so that's that's a positive one. That's a, <laughs> that's a good one. Let's let's lean into that fear. Yes, <laughs> uh, I, I want to lean it. into the fear. I <laughs> want like uh, to manifest something
2: different. I'd like to
0: manifest yes. not being sick. Yes, yes, for sure. So, uh, well, you know, we're on the we're on the right track. We're we're uh, making that happen right now. <laughs> so, fear of you know fear of taking that next step, and so you know that could be. Defined as, you know, what's the next step that's holding you back? Is it a relationship? Is it a job? Is it a uh, a big move? You know, is it getting into a relationship? Is it getting out of a relationship? I mean, there's so many different fears that we can have. Taking that next step and the unknown, I think, is what, at least for me personally, holds me back sometimes because yeah. you don't want to fail. I mean, who likes failing? Nobody. Right. You know, and, and who also, uh, I don't know, putting yourself in a new position, whatever it is, the fear of, of judgment can also be really, really loud in your ears, you know? So yeah, absolutely. Fear can hold you back.
2: Do you know there's also fear of success?
0: Well, that is true too. That is true too.
2: So let's talk about, you reminded me a little story time from this past weekend. Um, I, my shy girl. So my youngest daughter <sighs> Is my shy girl. Like she yeah, doesn't do well in large groups. Um, she, it, Even when she was a baby, if somebody came up and was like, oh, you're so beautiful. She's like, mm, mm, you know, and yeah. I, she hides from Santa. That's how shy yeah. she is. So, <laughs> so this girl decided about a week ago to try out for cheer. And uh-huh. to say that this is outside of her wheelhouse is an understatement.
0: It's a staggering understatement. Yeah. She's
2: never done anything like this. She took dance, but hasn't in a few years, Uh and all of her friends were shocked, and anybody that really knows her was shocked, right? But she did it, even though none of her friends were doing it.
1: Yes. Um,
2: She went to all of the things. She went from not being able to reach much past her knees to touching her Uh toes in four days, Uh Um, worked really hard, and put herself out there. I mean, that's a big deal, putting yourself out there like she did. And for me, she won a thousand times over just by being brave and not letting her fear of rejection, of not making it what people will think, like it didn't hold her back. She was, And what she told me at the end of the day was she said, I was bored with my life and I wanted to have a new experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Time to make a change. I'm like, yes,
2: that is how we should be
0: living our lives. In that, I mean, that's self-reflection, first of all. So that's huge. And then you're right. Like we're not a tree, right? We can get up and move Mm -hmm. and we can want these changes all we want. Other people can make these, you know, want these changes for us as well. But ultimately we singularly are the only person that can make that happen. I'm immensely proud of her. I love this. I love it.
2: I am too. She cried a little bit, but she had already had her head on straight about the situation Um, that it was okay. You know, yeah, yeah. After thirty or so minutes, we were moving on and talking about other things. But I kind of wanted to dig into like, what are the origins of fear? Like for her, yeah. she she came out of the womb that way. Of course, her you know her birth was a little fearful, right? Uh-huh. So I get the origins of fear for her. But what are the origin of fear for all of us when we're starting to step out? And fear, right. essentially, right, is to keep us safe. Right. 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 And so, you know, we have, you know, the fear of failure, the fear of success, the fear of getting hurt. Right. And physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever it be. Right. But what I always like to look at is what is attached to that and ego is the tether. Sure. Sure. That ties you to fear. And so it's ego that's actually getting in the way of everything. Because if you didn't have that ego telling you, hey, this happens they might talk about you or you might get hurt and trying to keep you from moving forward, then we wouldn't care. We would move forward and do what Clara
0: did and just say, no, I'm going to do
2: it. I'm doing this for the experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, I think, you know, even in my past and well, heck, I mean, even now, right. You know, I think about the things that I would not have been able to overcome or accomplish had I not walked through that fear no one's saying don't be scared right what we're trying to encourage is have that fear but walk walk through it with that you know fear is and you're right it is a safeguard you know for the most part it's uh our our internal uh safety you know alarm system you know that it kind of just rings the bells like hey look out this may not be the best idea But don't be fooled, you know, fear also comes from insecurity and Mm -hmm. that kind of fear on that side of the fear, um, it's a liar and it's just trying to come in and steal your growth, you know? And so, I mean, who likes change? I do. I do. (laughs) I love change. Okay. okay. Well, (laughs) Change can be scary as well. Yeah, I mean, changes for the best. Yeah, but taking that first step off that diving board yeah. to get to that change is what we're talking about. You know, so don't doubt yourself. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay to be fearful, mm-hmm. but you gotta pack that fear in a backpack and keep on keep on trucking with it.
2: So how do we identify the fear that is actually legitimately keeping us safe? and the fear that's kind of like attached to that ego that's been overfed, right? That right. is it's it's not truth anymore. It's no longer right. a truth. Because for right. me, um I always have this thing I, you know, I'm like there's no fear in God for me, right? Yeah. God is love. So if yeah. I'm hearing something that's a fearful little ticker going off in my head, I'm like, okay, that's not the right voice to be listening to. Right. So I kind of guide myself that way, but I mean, I still have anxiety, you know, about going into situations that I might deem dangerous right Sure. and I still have wisdom of situations to, that I learned from to help safeguard myself but right. how do we identify when it's actual fear
0: of you know how do we do that Well, and, and you're saying it right
2: hey guys we're going to take a quick break so that you can hear a word from our sponsor
0: have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like hey we came to play And we're back. Right? Is it danger or is it doubt? You know. And so, exactly, you hit the nail on the head with that. You know, taking a moment, like, is this because I don't believe in myself? Is this because this could possibly injure me? You know, like so. There's, there's a level of, is this danger or is this doubt? You know, would I have ever swam with sharks on my honeymoon? You know, (laughs) if I stayed and lived within that fear, no, probably not. You know, was my husband excited that I signed it up, you know, signed us up for that excursion without talking to him? No, definitely not. Cause he's deathly afraid of sharks. However, <laughs> you know, we wanted to make a uh, one of a kind memory, you know, right. especially on our honeymoon and things like that. And I'll tell you having that experience, it also lends you the opportunity to say, Hey, is this something that uh, are you turning over new interests? Right. You know? So like I said, I mean, I don't, I'm happy you know, that I didn't live in my fear for that moment. Um, now, will I do it again? Likely not. Right. <laughs> right. But it, it, it didn't, it didn't hold me back. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. just things like that. And, and, and there's going to be experiences in your life on a much larger scale, you know, than right. something like that. But just don't let you talk yourself out of uh, keeping yourself from your divine future really Truth be because any, any any choice we make is going to take us you know down a bad path or, or a better path so
2: right and, and and something may look like a bad path but really it's just a growing path um, yeah. it always brings me back to you know i was in my early 20s i, I want to say early 20s so i think i was legally drinking at, by that time but i was uh-huh. living in austin and we were at the lake and you know uh, i was watching people climbing this cliff and jumping off and i was like i can do that like that sounds. Yeah. i look- That's not so far. Like I'll totally do that. So of course, a couple of the guys, none of the girls, other than me, we climb this cliff and we get up there and we start taking our turns to getting to the ledge and jumping off. And I remember when I got up there, and it looks a lot further down, right? (laughs) Well, yeah. The (laughs) stupid in me is like, I can do anything. I can, I can jump that. But when I got up there, I was like, man. And so people from across the way were like, jump, jump, and. And I sat there for a moment, and the the thought that helped me to jump was, I'm not going to die. And then I jumped. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it took forever to hit the water, because it was really high up. Oh. And once I finished, and I swam back to my friends, they're like, are you going to do it again? I was like, no. I mean, I had no. the experience. <clears throat> yeah. I literally took that leap. And yeah, uh, yeah that, was, that was fine for me to have it just once. Yeah. But I've jumped
0: off of other things since, but at that time... Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we're gonna bring it down a notch, you know. Okay, well, and let's let's talk about this. You know, you putting together, you know, your business, Jennifer. You know, you being a published author. Me putting together, you know, my business, being a published author. I, it's not like for one second I. It wasn't like, oh, this is a hundred percent gonna be successful, and I have no fear in the world. No, that was scary, so yeah. scary, so full, and the the whole path was paved with fear right? Totally. Not in a, in a pompous way, but look at us now, right? Even if things would have flopped, at least we have that experience. You know, at least we didn't let that, that stupid voice in our heads that, that that tells us on repeat for whatever reason, you can't do that. Who do you think you are? Who do
2: you think you are? I love that. Yeah.
0: You know, so walking through that, walking through that door, you know, scared as hell, but still doing it.
2: And can I tell you, know, to you, you know, um, people don't realize that fear can do more than just mess with your head. You can have yeah. a physiological response. And so yeah. as I was writing my book, because <clears throat> up until that time, I'd pretty much just lived a, a life where I would allow people to make their judgments about me and let yeah. them have it. Like yeah. I, I didn't correct them. I didn't like whatever you want to think about me is, is sure. up to you. I have my own internal self, right? And so as I got closer and closer to publishing the book, my, I kept losing my voice. Um, and I, and I equated that to my voice being heard.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so
2: I physically would lose my voice. I would get sick the closer, every time there was another step getting closer to publishing, I'd have another physical ailment that yeah. had to do with losing my voice that year. And so it was because I was so, I was scared to death, Samantha, Yeah. That people would finally actually see what goes on this in this head. Sure. And that was a big, big deal. But I continued because I kept recognizing this, that's all it is. It's just Mm -hmm. my body trying so hard to keep me from putting myself out there in such a big way. And that's so interesting. Yeah. We move through it, but that happens. And I bet people don't even recognize that that's going on. Right. Well,
0: a, and a, and a, another, you know, sometimes self-sabotage, right. You know, that I feel could probably be attached to these, you know, fearful, lingering, fearful feelings, you know, like, Oh, I'm just going to go ahead and screw this up <laughs> before <laughs> it even gets off the ground. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, I don't think I'm worthy, mm-hmm. or I think I'm just going to fail in the end anyway, you know? And, and so that self-sabotage is, is part of that. So
2: yes, for sure. So one of the things that I like to tell my clients and, um, you know, and I, I tell my girls too, whenever they're, they've hit a wall or something didn't work out that they really wanted, um, you know, going back to the fact that ego is the tether that ties fear to you is, um, you know, we need ego. It's there to protect us. Right. Yeah. Um, but it can be overfed and it can, it can run rampant and it it can, can keep you from the good stuff too. And so what I, I have them say is I release all unnecessary fear attached to this experience. And immediately it like, it lets it go. You can feel it like your body going, oh, and and the chatter in the mind goes away. Yes. And that's how I can gauge, is this a dangerous fear? Like, is this trying to keep me from doing something that's actually dangerous? Or is this just my ego, you know, remembering all the times I was hurt?
1: Yes. they're
2: being hurt again, and that's that where happens it comes from it's from memories and experiences.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, you know, even with relationships, yeah, relationships, you know, um, people starting new relationships. I mean, who? Everybody has been. Well, I, I, I would assume you know most people have uh, experienced you know just some kind of pain in previous relationships, you know, current relationships, what what have you, you know, and moving forward with that. I mean, it's definitely difficult, you know, but then you do find yourself, you know, bringing that baggage, you know, into your next step, you know, making the the next relationship pay the penance for somebody else's, um, you know, for a prior experience, you know, somebody else's trauma that they've put on you. Right. So again, when you started, when we started this conversation, it's so, so correct. Finding the root Mm -hmm. of why you're so scared. I really agree with you. I think it would just help to kind of sift through. It's like the strainer, right? Like when yes. you're making macaroni or something, right? You know, like strain all the all the stuff you don't need out of there and then see what, what yes. you're left with. Exactly.
2: It's very freeing. And so, well, you guys, so... Not only do we have fear for ourselves, we project our fear on others. So make sure you're not projecting your fear on your children as well. You know, I'm no. guilty of it. I know we all are. But yeah. like I said, the the main thing is to remember uh, to think about it. Maybe say that little ego phrase to see if you can release some of the unnecessary ego attached to that fear. That way mm-hmm. you can tell if this is fear that's keeping you safe or this is just fear that's holding you back. Right. And that way, we know, we can all move forward. But uh-huh. there's so much more we could talk about with fear. I know. I'm like, yeah, we just got this off the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
2: everyone, I hope you stay healthy and well and that you don't get the rodeo cred. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. And as always, we hope you have found your seat at the table. Thank you.